welcome to the Infinity Bros Podcast, the only podcast that's perfectly balanced, as all things should be. My name is Infinity Bro Isaac, and I have a very special guest on with me today. He is a partnered Twitch streamer. Uh, he's a former director of evangelization at a Catholic parish, CEO of Little Flower Media, a host of Super Squares, and the older brother of Tyler Ninja Blevins. We have Jonathan Blevins. Welcome to the show, man. Hey, thank you so much for having me. It's good to be here. Yeah, dude. So I, I'm just going to, full disclosure, I've been following you for a while now. And I, when you agreed to come on the show with me, I kind of like geeked out a little bit. So if there's like a little bit of, you know, star uh, shock in this episode, just kind of bear with me and just go with it. Okay. <laughs> just remember I'm a Lions fan and there's no cool Lions fans. So there you go. <laughs> okay. Uh, on that note. So for, for most of you uh, members of the infinity Bros universe, you know that most of us are from Minnesota or we're, we're, you know, Minnesota Vikings fans by default because we live here. Um, one of our fellow infinity bros, Max Mosier actually went to the Detroit Minnesota game in Detroit and the one that the Lions won, which you know, obviously. And on that walk-off Jared Goff touchdown pass. Oh, mm. my gosh. He said it was just wild. Like, the whole game, Lions fans are just like, oh, we're going to lose. We're going to lose. This is awful. Like, everybody sitting around them was just like, this is trash garbage, which the game was pretty bad up yeah. until that, that last walk-off touchdown. But, but they were all just, like, so convinced that they were going to lose. And then after they won, he was fully expect because they had been like, you know, kind of joshing with some of the Lions fans around them and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, they were fully expecting everybody to just like be freaking out and shoving it in their faces. And they said that was like everybody was really nice about it. Uh, like the Lions fans around him were very respectful and, and nice about it, especially with uh, one of our friends who went with them was being a little ornery throughout the whole game so they were very graceful to him <laughs> about that situation so so kudos to lions fans and <laughs> i feel like three out of four of the nfc north team fans are really really kind Pat, like, oh, i don't know if you've oh, been to yeah. a lambo game but the it's in the middle of a neighborhood dude and you could have your vikings stuff all over a car driving up to look for parking and they will wave you in charge you 10 bucks give you a cup of chili and if you forgot gloves they'll give you packers gloves to wear in it's awesome <laughs> the bear fans Bear fans are a different story, man. So Lions, Vikings, Packer fans, all awesome. Okay, so uh, again, along that note, you're you're from what I know, you're from the Chicago area, right? So how how did you become a Lions fan or like a Mich Michigan sports fan? Like I, I kind of want to know the background of that. Yeah, so actually, my I was born at Henry Ford Hospital in Detroit. Um, okay, and then gotcha. I've got I've got two younger brothers, um, Chris and Tyler, and we're each two years apart. And we actually moved from the Detroit area uh, to the Chicago suburbs when I was six. When you were so six. Lived there. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. And so I'm like seven, eight, nine years old and looking at pictures of when I was a baby and I'm holding like lion stuff and I've got a Michigan shirt on. Uh, and so for me, it was like, I was like, oh, this is me. This is my identity. I am a massive Detroit fan. Look, I was <laughs> as a baby and I still am. Um, and I remember watching like, and then my dad, because Barry Sanders retired, he became a bear fan. So he's oh, wow. a trader. I still love him. Um, <laughs> but we'd watch bear games because that was the only game on TV before Sunday mm -hmm. ticket in Chicago. And I would just, as a kid, like watch the bottom scroll, uh, right. Of all the scores and like, be like just looking for the lions. And every time that they scored, I'd freak out and celebrate. And, uh, it was, it was fun. So that's, that's why I'm all things Michigan. I, I feel that, uh, 100% because I have from like my elementary school days, I've been a Dallas Cowboys fan Ooh. and we just, we don't, we're in Minnesota. We I don't get to watch Cowboys games unless they're like primetime games, basically, because they're not even like local. Like at least at least you were like local. So you could at least watch the Lions sometimes like when yeah. the Bears weren't on. But like here, we don't even get the Cowboys games. And now it's streaming. It's a little different. You can pretty much watch whatever game you wanted. But yeah, like growing up, I didn't get to watch the Cowboys at all. So I totally get that. You're just like watching this, the scrolling on the bottom of the screen, like what's happening, what's happening, like just <laughs> waiting for the next update to come along. Like, oh, my gosh. And, yep. you know, and back in the day, you know, you're, you're probably about the same age as we're all like around 30 years old. So yeah. back in that day, like, you know, we didn't have the, you know, uh, just refreshing Internet constantly to see what the scores of games were either. So you just were waiting for that next update to scroll along the bottom of the screen. 
Yeah, it really is the best time to be a sports fan now. Totally, dude. Yeah, with with all the options that we have to stream games and like watch pretty much whatever we want, whenever we want. It's it's pretty wild. So who are you cheering for in a Vikings Cowboys NFC championship game? It's it's the Cowboys. It's always been the Cowboys. Like I'm by default. I am a Vikings fan. Like I still will watch all the Vikings games and and cheer for the Vikings. But like and my family, I'm the same issue as your dad. Like my family all is kind of like, you know, making fun of me the whole time. But I'm I'm always in my Cowboys gear. I've got a bunch of Cowboys (laughs) jerseys and stuff like that that i'll wear to to those matchups and stuff like that so well, sorry for your loss last weekend my friend <laughs> oh my gosh oh i i was hurting very badly inside during that so but sorry for your loss and being a lions fan so, yes thank you, you. Know. it's about 33 years of it <laughs> it's just so much pain so much pain <laughs> but i i also feel like a snippet of that as a vikings fan too because as a Minnesota sports fan in general, like we we have a lot of pain in in all of our sport, professional sports. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I forget that because as a Lions fan, we always think we're on the bottom and it's just us and the Browns. But man, Detroit really as a city, we've got the Pistons have won championships in my yeah, lifetime. You guys, have some, you guys have some solid professional sports. Dude, teams, the so. Red Wings, like for, mm-hmm. for like 20 plus straight years, they were in the playoffs, which is insane. I mean, it's like the opposite of the Lions. So, yeah, I can't complain too much. And go blue, go Michigan. Yeah, exactly. So you've got you got a little bit going for you, at least. I mean, besides That's the right. Lions fan thing. So, yeah. <laughs> so anyways um yeah thanks so much for joining us uh uh, for those of you guys who are maybe listening to us for the first time we are the infinity bros we're a group of six guys who talk about nerdy stuff mostly we don't normally talk about football on the podcast but hey when when in rome when you got a guy who loves professional sports and professional football we got to talk about it a little bit so so thank you so much for joining us we uh, are going to get into some more nerdy stuff in just a few minutes here but first we have a segment that I purposefully did not prepare you for, Jonathan. Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> this is our Infinity Gauntlet. Are you a heel or a baby face? If you could make any flavor cheese it, what would it be? Is it pronounced Grogu or Groku? If Keanu Reeves isn't in the movie, can it be star-studded? It's time for the Infinity Gauntlet, here on the Infinity Bros Podcast. So in an Infinity Gauntlet segment, we uh, we put our guests through the Infinity Gauntlet, which is a question from each Infinity Bro that you must answer in order to be inducted into the Infinity Bros universe. All right. So are you ready for the Infinity Gauntlet? I'm ready. I'm excited. Okay. All right. Here we go. Our first question comes from one of the Infinity Bros that uh, often gives us some pretty spicy questions. We're going to go with Infinity Bro Jarrett. So aliens land on Earth and demand that you convince them not to strip mine it from materials by taking them out to eat. Using the $25 in your pocket, where do you take the alien leader to eat? $25 in my pocket. It's one alien? It's, it's the alien leader. So you got to impress him. Okay. Like, it's got to be... Yeah. He's got to like take this meal and and be immediately convinced that this this planet is worth saving. In and out burger. I take him to In and Out Burger. In-N-Out. And, and because 25 bucks, right? If I if I only right. have that, I can't take him to a steakhouse. Right. I can't exactly. wine and dine him, but I can take mm-hmm. him to a place where he can customize his burger on a secret menu and I know the secrets, mm-hmm. bro. Animal yeah. style. Yep. Those fries are the only thing that aren't very good there, but you dump that animal style bunch of stuff on there too, it covers it up. I'm taking him to In-N-Out. The burger, I mean, you focus on the burger. He loves the burger. And then, you know, obviously he decides that Earth is worth saving after that. So, yeah, I'll stand by that answer forever. (laughs) All right. Good call. All right. Next up, we've got Infinity Bro Zane. So you're given the ability to time travel, but you can only choose to travel to the past or to the future. Which direction do you choose to be able to travel to and why? Do I get to come back? Yeah, yeah, you get to come back. So you can go back and forth, but it can only be to the future or only be to the past, one or the other. So the man, this is a great question because part of me, <laughs> as a as a as a Catholic, uh, you know, who studied theology and stuff, it's easy for me to be like, I'm going to go to the past and look at one of the miracles or uh, something like that. But 
Like I've re- I can read about them and I have a great imagination. True. Yeah. So I'm going to the future and I'm <laughs> it might be hundreds or thousands of years into the future, but I'm going to the Lions Super Bowl win. <laughs> That's where you go to immediately. The finally, when the Lions are going to win that Super Bowl, you're going to be there. You know, you might not be there when your earthly body dies, like currently. Yep. But if you can time travel to the future, you might you might be able to catch it. So that's that's a great call. <laughs> Good work. And then I, and then I come back and I know that it never happened. So if I if it, if I just go off into the space and the NFL, the, the alien I took out to dinner didn't like it. And uh, and ends the 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 world. I don't get to see alliance. Then at least I know I can like watch a different sport a little more often. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there you go. Man, just how disappointing would that be though? If you go like ten thousand years into the future and you find out the Lions never ever win a Super Bowl, it'd be tough. It, the odds of that are crazy. There's only thirty two <laughs> yeah, teams. Yeah, right? exactly. It would be wild if they never ever ever win a Super Bowl. But that would be that would be like. W- do you pivot on your fandom at that point? I probably wouldn't. I, I pro- honestly, it would just be hard for me to continue watching professional professional football. I would just, <laughs> it would just I would totally just go, yeah, I go the, all in on the Red Wings and watch every. Like I already am all in on all the other teams, but I would make them my number one. Yeah, gotcha. That makes sense. That makes sense. But yeah, that would be that would be just heartbreaking, wouldn't it? Like just yeah. Oh, Kim. Okay. Along that note, here, this 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 is a two parter, but it is kind of related to what we're talking about here. So number one of this two-part question, this is from Infinity Barabi. What is your favorite meal? Favorite meal. This one doesn't have a price cap, so any okay. meal at all. All right. Dude, this answer has cha- has evolved my whole life, as I'm sure it does for I most. I feel like this is one that is like you like you feel a different way probably almost any any other day of the week. So like this one's tough. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with. Um, it might not make sense as a meal together, but it's okay. I can, but I can do what I want in this question. So, okay. I'm starting off with um, a lobster bisque soup. Oh, wow! And after that, I'm just having a nice, light, fresh Caesar salad, homemade Caesar dressing. Um, and then I'm having a um, dry aged ribeye uh, steak, medium rare, with mashed potatoes by the way mashed potatoes with sour cream butter cream cheese and salt and pepper so like as fatty as it possibly could be yeah right loaded creamy amazing that sounds amazing i'm ready probably a a veggie on there probably some broccoli um some broccoli you know what broccolini some broccolini broccolini on there with a little parmesan um and a nice glass of cabernet and for dessert, I'm having creme brulee. Wow, that you've concocted a pretty fantastic sounding meal here. Yeah, now I'm so hungry. here's now you're hungry. Here's part two. <laughs> Are you willing to give up that meal? Any of the in, things mentioned, we'll we'll say not ingredients wise, but like the the specific things that you've mentioned. Are you willing to give all of those up the rest of your life? For a Lions playoff win. A playoff win? Not even the Super Bowl? Not even the Super Bowl. Playoff win. That's his oh question. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> a ribeye, lobster. Okay, here's the thing. There's crabs. There's crab bisque, which is a close second. There's filet mignon in the New York Strip, which is pretty good. I can go broccoli instead of broccolini. I can go baked potato instead of mashed potato. And I can go Merlot instead of Cabernet. Yes, I give it all up for the rest of my life for a Lions playoff win. For no Just for a playoff win? Really? Yes. Bro, I'm not kidding you. I would go, I'd go vegan. I'd go vegan for the rest of my wow. life. Wow, dang, bro. I mean, there is like at this at this point, there's like so much stuff that you could eat and substitute. Like, but but I was expecting you to be like, mm, not for a playoff win, but maybe for like a Super Bowl win, like that kind yeah, of. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in, dude. It's your your Cowboys. Your Cowboys ruined my like that no joke the cowboy playoff loss was probably one of the worst days of my life which what a blessed life right like like who gets to say that that was one of the worst exactly exactly um but that yeah that whole non-call and the pass interference when stafford was i mean that was that was our best team that team could have won the super bowl that was the same year as the as the the cowboys uh uh packers fiasco i think was the next game wasn't it very very next game the des bryant catch right yeah, the Des Bryant catch, man. Like, whew, man, that was a that was a wild postseason. It was craziness. That's that's 
That's a crazy. Honestly, I did not expect that as your answer. So I, you're all in on the Lions. That, I love that in, about dude. you, man. I love that. Hey, if you're gonna be, if you're gonna be a fan of a fandom like that, you have to be all in, or, or like, what's the point, right? Like, <laughs> dude, think literally this. Like the word "fan" comes from like it's it means fanatic. Yeah, fanatic. So right? I don't get these. That's, I don't get these right. mediocre fans who are like That's going to games and they're crabby. These days. Right? Yeah, exactly. go nuts, man. This is all it's all about. Exactly. Like be all in or or nothing be all in or nothing that's what i say yep all right so this one is from infinity bro max um he says if you were decorating your perfect gaming room and you had to use one of the following items what would you use and how would you use it so i've got i've got a list of items here okay a chandelier (laughs) a talking fish that sings the same song whenever you move (laughs) a furby (laughs) That has to be facing you on your desk <laughs> or a waterbed. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is this is a wild list of things. Okay, I'll, I'll repeat them though. Okay, a chandelier, a talking fish that sings the same song whenever you move, a Furby that has to be facing you on your desk, or a waterbed. So one of these has to decorate your gaming room. <laughs> the only one on there that kind of would just be not cool at all is, um, is what's the second one? The second the, one was the, the, the fish. The, the fish, the talking fish. fish. Right. That right. would be the only one that would be like annoying. Right. Like, because moving, like you're doing that constantly. So yeah, that would the be, other ones right. are kind of cool. Like a Furby would be kind of hilarious. And I love, those are creepy and I love those. Waterbed, man, like I think that's I, I think they're gone. Can you even get a waterbed anymore? I, I that's a great question. Like, are they even legal anymore? Like, yeah, I, who I, knows? Um, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with assuming that I can, like, put the chandelier up with uh, cement so that it never falls. And after every win in any game I'm playing, I can swing from the <laughs> chandelier. Oh, wow, I'm going chandelier. We're going, we're going like, this is a legit gaming room. If you can, you have enough space to swing from a chandelier like that. Would yeah, be, that's what I'm doing. That'd be intense. All right. <laughs> we're swinging from the chandelier from, from your gaming room. I love it. All right. The last question here, and this is, this is kind of a boring one. And we've already talked about the lions so much. This one's for me. If you had to give up your lions fandom for another professional sports team, it doesn't have to be an NFL um sports team but like if you had to give it up for a different team and you had to go all in on that professional sports team who would it be so i'm gonna i'm gonna answer this a little more spicy because i already really am all in on on the red wings and michigan football and True. basketball and the okay. pistons and and lately even the tigers i'm getting into baseball i never thought nice. that was possible nice so i'm gonna avoid all michigan teams okay all right and say i had to pick another team and i would probably hmm I probably choose the Bills. Mm. I I love like the Bills story is yeah, similar dude. to the Lions, except they've right. been to the Super Bowl. The four straight losses yeah. is insane. Four, that is wild, dude. Like, I love Josh Allen. Um, and and I and their fandom is just like the it's best. Bonkers. It's the it's best. Bonkers. Like breaking table. Like it's so it's they're crazy, but it's also innocent. Not like Eagles fans who are like, oh, you dude, know, can yeah. be crazy. Like we they're know, nuts, but the they're Eagles nuts. Fans. They're nuts in a nice way to each other. Breaking tables. Like, and, yeah, they and, have such an awesome community around around their their fandom, which is which is awesome. Yeah, like, I gotta we, say, I almost chose Texas A and M. Um, because I just had a lot of fun watching them play college football this year and their fans seem nuts and, and I love that. So I almost chose them. I, I think that's a great choice actually. Cause Bill's mafia is like one of the, I think that's one of the most underrated like fandoms in professional sports. Like I, I think they have a really awesome community, like you mentioned and yeah. like, and we're, we're, so we're from Minnesota. Um, Zubas originated in Minnesota. So like, when I see the Bills Mafia wearing the the blue and red Zubas, like that gets me happy every single time. Like I'm like, this is I love that. That's that's fantastic. That's awesome. Um, and and like they're just like crazy, dude. Like you see the videos of them jumping from like the top of their cars onto these tables. It's just like these guys are nuts. They're just yeah. they're willing to do like literally anything for their team, even though they have they don't have to at all like this, like they don't yeah. have to hurt themselves for their team but they they choose to do it and i've got a chandelier so i can swing from that and break my table live on stream Perfect. that would be amazing sight swinging from a chandelier to to break a table yeah. for after a bills win 
that is wild. And and not to mention like um, to see them destroy the Patriots and in, in the playoffs this year was sweet justice. Mwah. Yeah, Mwah. chef's kiss. Like I and. I don't know if it's just me. I feel like this is like football fans in general that are not Patriots fans. We've seen the Patriots win so much that like to see them lose now is like, it feels good. Doesn't it? Like, is that, is that bad to say? Like, that's not bad to say. Is no, it? because most of the rest of the AFC feels the same about the Cowboys. So it's okay that's to true. say that about the Patriots. Yeah, yeah that's true. Definitely. <laughs> I, I feel that on the other hand, I, in my lifetime, I have, only experience as a Cowboys fan I've experienced like playoff like victories but I've never like gone really far because when I was gosh the last time the Cowboys won the Super Bowl was 95 I was like four years old so like I don't remember that at all you know like I wasn't a part of that but like as a Cowboys fan I have seen some pretty terrible seasons and i i don't want to have to preach to you (laughs) because you're obviously a Lions fan so (laughs) so but like but like I've I've endured quite a bit of of heartbreak as a cowboys fan yeah so yeah i man i i feel that but like it is it is good to like hate the the patriots like it it just feels good to see them lose like i I almost was a little bummed they made the playoffs this year but to see them lose and go out in that fashion was yeah just perfect amazing so hey that's it you passed the infinity gauntlet congratulations you are now a part of the infinity rose universe which is what we call our our community so thanks so much for uh, completing that. You did an awesome job. Fl- pass Those with, are fun uh, questions. Flying colors, flying colors. Uh, congratulations. So, all right, we're going to move into our next segment, which is our nerd news. Hey, Zane, I was looking into getting into this Gunpla thing. There's one called the Unicorn Banshee. What the heck is that all about? Um, actually, Jarrett, what you're thinking of is RX-0 Unicorn Gundam 2 Banshee, which is from the Mobile Suit Gundam. Uh, actually, you know what? It's time for nerd news. So, Jonathan, uh, I know you're a video game nerd. We are nerds of kind of all short... Uh, shapes and, and colors here in the Infinity Bros podcast. This podcast is based on the MCU. So like we're we're super superhero nerds at our okay. core. And then we kind of branch out into a lot of like different stuff. So but one thing that really, really happened that was huge this past week and actually was during uh, one of the playoffs games, uh, the Moon Knight trailer just dropped um, earlier this week. And this is a series that is coming out on Disney Plus. Uh, actually, they revealed that it is dropping March 30th um, on Disney Plus. I believe it's um, going to be another six episode series. And we've been I mean, we've been looking forward to this series for a long time, specifically Infinity Bro Jarrett. He's a huge Moon Knight fan. Um, and this trailer was our first like full look. We kind of did get a little snippet of a look last year during the Disney Plus day. Um, but this this dropped and it just looks bonkers like this looks wild um how much of a like a superhero fan like of the marvel cinematic universe stuff are you jonathan yeah so i have seen almost everything um i i think the only movies i haven't seen all the way through are like the ant-mans um and then i haven't seen black widow yet and i have not seen the one everyone just hated uh the what the i've never even the, heard. yeah the, the most recent one okay Gotcha. Yeah, I haven't seen those. Those are the only movies I haven't seen. Okay. And then I have seen um I saw the the Wanda one, WandaVision. WandaVision? Okay. Yep. And nice. I just started Loki. And then I nice. haven't seen any other of the, the of TV the series. shows. Okay. Yeah, of the TV shows on Disney Plus. I mean, I'm, I've seen uh yeah. So anyway, I love it, but I'm not like obsessed. Right. At this point, it's like honestly a commitment to slog through a lot of that. Cause like this is a like you talk about franchises, this is like bordering on Star Trek level. Like you, you like look at it and you're like, wow, this is a lot. Like <laughs> if you're yeah. somebody who's never seen any of those movies or anything, that would be intimidating to come into. And and, and there's a lot you can like Google stuff, right? And find out what order you're supposed to watch stuff. And it can be overwhelming. So I'd, I'd say I'm a huge fan. Of, again, like I've seen every, I haven't seen the new Spider-Man yet, but that's not on purpose. Uh, that I, I've, it's been a crazy month, so I can't wait. No, yeah, I would recommend like this is to we've been talking about the Spider-Man movie for a a month, like nonstop, basically at this point. That is like our one of our top rated like MCU superhero movies in general. Like this is it's a 
fantastic movie. You definitely. I, I hope it's still in theaters because maybe I can go see it this it's, afternoon. Oh yeah, it's it's still in theaters. Yeah, you, okay, you'd good, be good. able to check it out for sure. So I uh, love but, Marvel, and, and and I can talk about it and talk about my favorite movies and stuff. But I've never heard, but I've never read the comics, and so I've never even heard of Moon Knight except for when it was trending on Twitter the other day. Gotcha. Yeah, and that and that's generally like what what pretty much everybody like we're we're like a little bit deeper into the superhero culture so like most of us have read some comics i personally haven't read any moon knight comics like i knew who the character was before they announced everything but like i've never read any of the comics or anything but infinity bro Jarrett is very very deep into moon knights one of his favorite comic book characters so and we actually have dropped a couple things just on social media so if you guys um go follow us on twitter uh instagram uh facebook uh, YouTube, TikTok, all that stuff. Um, there is some like uh, Moon Knight content. Jarrett kind of like uh, explained a little bit of his thoughts about the trailer. So big deal. Moon Knight is coming out on March 30th in Disney Plus. The trailer looks fantastic. Um, it looks like we we talk about the MCU and kind of this formula that the MCU has just kind of like, I mean, it's just superhero movies in general, honestly. Yeah. Like they have like, you know, they have the hero. Um, and they have a villain during the movie and eventually the hero defeats the villain and saves the day. You know, that's just kind of how all superhero movies go. Um, but this trailer, it just looks different. Like it, there's definitely a psychological aspect to the show. It's it's almost looks like kind of a psychological thriller type of thing. So and the fact that it's dropping on Disney Plus is also interesting because canonically Moon Knight is like very violent like yeah he beats the crap out of people so the fact that it's on disney plus is also interesting about this so did you get to watch this trailer did i did it, it looks it looks awesome i mean as someone who does isn't familiar with the character at all like it just looks super fun is it gonna fit in the universe like it and- so this is a question that we've had we've talked about it like it, it will be like included in the mcu uh from this trailer it looks like it's a little somewhat disconnected like it's you know it might not include like cameos from you know iron man or you know any other mcu characters we have heard rumors that um we might get a blade or a ghost rider uh cameo which those guys aren't even in the mcu yet they've we've got like future stuff crazy with that but like potentially those guys could be showing up in this which makes sense for for them because like they're also more canonically like violent characters they deal with kind of like the dark side of the ms or not the mcu but like marvel comics and stuff like that so yeah but like yeah that would be that would be wild but like i think i think you have a point there i don't I don't know how interconnected this character is going to be in the general scope of the mcu just because the mcu is so like you know we haven't seen a whole lot of really really dark stuff yet and i think they're kind of starting to trend that direction with with Doctor Strange, um, you know, kind of going to be going a little bit darker this year, multiverse of madness and stuff like that. So it's crazy. So DC has been copying, trying to copy the humor of Marvel for the last few years. And now Marvel's going to copy the dark side of DC. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, that is wild how that works, isn't it? Yeah. And like DC, they kind of eventually made a name for themselves with the kind of the darker side of stuff. Like, you know, the Justice League uh, Snyder Cut came out. That was much darker tone kind of than we've seen through the mcu and we we did see some like dark heavy stuff with you know kind of like infinity war endgame and the dealing with all that stuff too but uh yeah definitely kind of delving into that side of things a little bit so should be should be very interesting to see um next big thing we've got on the menu and this this is probably interesting you as just a gaming you know nerd in general we've got the huge huge announcement that um microsoft is buying activision blizzard yeah um this is this is wild news like and and we're we're pretty much just gaming nerds in general as well on the infinity bros um but this like this might be the biggest gaming news we've had for months for sure maybe maybe even in the past year like this is this is huge uh this this went deal down it's not like fully done but like microsoft announced it so it's it's happening yeah um but this is happening for 68.7 billion dollars insane this is this is wild so just like in reference some other like big corporate like purchases that have happened so we've got sony bought insomniac games for 229 million 
Yeah. Uh, not even a billion. They uh, Microsoft um, last year acquired Zenimax, which you know the creator of Fallout and or Bethesda, excuse me. So the Fallout games, Doom, like all that stuff. Seven point five billion, which is still a crap ton of money. Yeah. But like, this is just huge. The only other like huge media conglomerate thing that has even come close to this is Disney acquiring 20th century Fox for about yeah. 71.3 billion. It looks like here. So that's like kind of on the same level, which wild to think about, like so much money putting into this. So what did you think about this news when you heard it right away? Besides being just completely like shocked about everything that's going down. I was, I was shocked. Um, and it's like, it's going to be, it's just going to be so much speculation over the next like year. Like, what is it going to mean? Is it going to mean like crossover on more platforms and people are going to be like spreading room? It's just going to be kind of fun to see what happens. Also, I just don't get how, how like antitrust laws don't come into play here. Like, is it only a monopoly when Disney then buys Microsoft? Like, it's just crazy. I don't, I don't know like corporate stuff well enough to like be like, you know, I don't know all the laws and stuff like that, but there's gotta be something that, has blocked them up until this point, right? Like why, why hasn't this happened earlier or, or is it just the fact that now it's becoming more like kosher, I guess, for these yeah. huge media companies to purchase this stuff. Like, I, I don't, I don't really understand that either. That is pretty wild to think about. Yeah. And it's going to be nuts. Because, like the, the whole, the whole, all the, the scandals that have kind of happened in Activision and Blizzard. Um, it's just interesting to me that Microsoft, that they would be worth that much money to Microsoft. Right. Like it's, it's crazy, but you know what? Microsoft can come in as the as the white knight and save the day and, and right. maybe fix the company. So uh, and the cult, I should say the company culture and stuff. So it's gonna yeah, it's gonna be really interesting to see kind of how this unfolds. So you mentioned like how is it worth this much? So this this is actually like pretty huge in, in terms of like how many franchises Activision Blizzard has, like just to name a few, Call of Duty, Overwatch, Diablo, World of Warcraft, all of those are kind of like in this Activision Blizzard umbrella if you will with call of duty i mean that's like huge by itself like it, the fact that this could potentially like microsoft purchases this the the question everybody's wondering is are these going to be xbox exclusive or xbox you know pc you know with game pass exclusive in the coming years like but they've yeah. already done this with bethesda and we've been wondering that like are these you know is the next elder scrolls game is that going to be exclusive to Xbox slash PC? Are they going to do that with this? Like the the one thing that I think everybody's pretty clear on is like Call of Duty is too big. You can't really make that exclusive. Like that's that's probably going to stay on all platforms. But like Overwatch, Diablo, World of yeah. Warcraft. Could we get a World of Warcraft like console like patch something or other like that? There's a lot of craziness going on with this deal. So and, and I know you're you're generally an xbox guy right like you still play on xbox currently so i i play on pc now um because my brother my brother gave me his his nice older his pc that he had what two nice. years ago nice um but i still use my elite controller i'm not a mouse and keyboard guy yet i feel like i'm too old to make the switch it's tough dude it's tough like i i just made that switch this past year because i just actually got a pc last year it took me a solid like three to four months to get even like comfortable on mouse and keyboard. And still I'm not, I'm not good still. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's a tough switch for sure. I probably haven't held a PlayStation controller in 20 years um, to be honest. And, and I have no, like now that I have a PC, I, why would I ever buy another console? I don't know. We'll see uh, if I change my mind on that. But, uh, but if I had to pick, yeah, I'm an Xbox guy, man. And a halo guy over call of duty for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I know you've and we'll talk about this a little bit later, but like you've been playing like Halo and, you know, with with the kind of resurgence of Halo Infinite and stuff like that. So that that kind of just plays into like, I mean, Microsoft is making moves, man, like they're they're yeah. doing some big things over there. So just that's just wild news. But um, what what are you thinking as far as like exclusivity um, to Microsoft? Like, is this good for gaming? In general, is this a good thing that they're acquiring this huge, you know, almost like monopoly? It's not like a full monopoly because Sony still has a, a lot of stuff up their sleeve, obviously. But like, um, is this good for gaming in general that these huge companies like Sony and Microsoft are acquiring all these studios and potentially making these 
things exclusive. I'm going to say without having done a ton of research on like all the monop- like what could be a monopoly or whatnot, I'm going to say no. I don't think it's I don't I hate that everything goes under one umbrella. You think of Disney, right? Like they they've got ESPN and uh and, and all these other things that they're in like control of and it just seems crazy. Um and and so I don't I don't love it. Um, but you know what, if, if they're going to say that it's not a monopoly and they're going to let it go through and it's all going to happen, it, it's going to allow more, more competition and more people to come in and say, what's going I don't think exclusivity is a great thing, especially with how expensive a lot of these things are, are getting right. Like you can get a bad PC, not bad, but you can get like an average PC for the same price as you can get a console now. And that seems right. crazy. That why wouldn't you just spend, about. why wouldn't you just spend double and get the, and get a PC? So I'm going to say I don't love I don't love it. Right. Yeah, I think I'm on the same page as that. Like even when Sony has been acquiring all these studios, like it's sure like it's great for them as a company because they're pulling in more studios to make more content for themselves. But like for us as consumers, it's like it almost just makes me kind of like uneasy a little bit because I don't really I don't really understand the full like picture of like how this is going to play out in the future. So like, I, I just feel a little bit like uneasy about that. I mean, I have a PC and I love game pass. So for in, from that aspect, it's great because a lot of these titles could be coming to game pass, you know, in the, in the future along yeah. with, you know, like Bethesda stuff that, that will be, you know, or is already on game pass. So like that, from that aspect, it's, it's great, but like, from just a general like is this a cool thing like disney like you mentioned disney like so disney's got marvel they've got star wars they've got espn they've got all of these um companies under their umbrella so like and disney and microsoft and sony all are are too big at this point to like just break up to like you know like just fold completely go under all that stuff but like what happens when the market crashes completely and this is like i'm not i'm not a financial person so this is like this is a little out of my wheelhouse but like what happens when something like that happens and one of these companies with all of these huge studios underneath them like just goes down in flames <laughs> that's what i want to know what happens what happens is sony sweeps in and, and saves the day and gets a half gets half off and they take it all <laughs> they have a, that's yeah exactly so like it would benefit the other one but like in that scenario like you would think that it would be just a huge market turned down. So like everybody would be coming down at that point, but still it just, it, it makes me, it starts my wheels turning in my head. Like what happens? Like are, are the, a lot of these studios, are they going to even exist if something like that happens? Like they would just right. be gone. Right. Like as opposed to if they were still independent or owned by a smaller company, maybe that wouldn't happen. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, as a as a person who is not like you know financially or business minded, that stuff is like a little bit over my head, but still kind of makes me feel just like a little. Ah, I don't know how I feel about that. Like it feels it feels weird to me that, like you said, we kind of have these monopolies that are starting. Yeah, and you just kind of hope that uh, that that the things that people love about Activision Blizzard, you just kind of hope that they're able to keep those things, you know, right. Similar. Right. So like I, the best example I can think of for me is uh, I'm a huge fan. My, my favorite uh, uh, beer is a bourbon County stout. It's in the bourbon barrel aged beer. Right. And, and th- they were uh, the company was goose Island was purchased um, by I think Budweiser actually. So like one of the biggest beer companies in the world right. and they, and they purchased this. Right. And every single like crazy craft beer person who loved this beer was like, what are they, are they going to mess it up? Are they going to come in and send and like water it down and, and try to try to sell more. And it ended up being okay. And, and, and every year the release is still awesome and new and great. So hopefully they're able to the, like the things that people love about Activision Blizzard and everything underneath them state has that core that stays the same. Right. Yeah, or they could right. like, I mean, they could they can do some crazy like Halo Call of Duty combo game. Which oh my would be, gosh, like, probably <laughs> dumb. Wild. Um, but so it's yeah. I just hope that that uh, that you the start people seeing who are like fans crossovers like in between Halo and Call of Duty. Like that would be oh my gosh. Yeah, be it'd, be, it'd be nuts. So I, I, I'm sure the next year is going to be filled with tons of fun rumors. Right. Well, and this on the same note, like I mean, you hope they keep the good things, but like with all the crap that's been going down with Activision Blizzard you hope that they can 
weed a bunch of that stuff out with all oh, yeah. with all of the you know sexual misconduct harassment stuff that's been going on um bobby kotick who is the ceo of activision blizzard like i you know is he is he are they gonna just like completely clean house are they gonna get rid of all these people will that change games in development will that change games in future development like who knows there's so yeah. much there's so much stuff that is like just question marks on the horizon so i mean and you would hope that that would be a good thing that they would clean house from all the stuff that's that's going on yeah, there 100%. but uh, but yeah just i mean so many question marks but either way this is just massive massive gaming news that that definitely we needed to touch on before we before we ended this episode so for sure overall thumbs up thumbs down on that news for you i'm going thumbs down other for now hoping though hoping that they do clean house in the way that they need to and that they let the goodness of the company that they acquired um continue and then and then and then i'm totally down to switch change my mind i think i'm with you there i i think i i again i'm I'm like you know like (laughs) i don't know why this came to mind but like gladiator when when he's doing the like (laughs) yeah the thumbs up thumbs down thing that's like that was like me i'm like I don't, I don't know. Should I go up? Should I go down? Like I'm like in the middle yeah. here. And then finally I'm like, uh, yeah, down, down, let's go down. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's where I'm at. I think with that as well, but side note this. So most of us are on the infinity Rose podcast are self-proclaimed Sony ponies. Like we pretty much yep. go PlayStation all the time. This, this includes uh, the Activision blizzard um, includes parent studio of crash bandicoot and Spyro the dragon. Yeah. So they and they've both of those titles have not been like exclusive to PlayStation in recent years. Like they've been expanded to other platforms, but like they're like PlayStation icons. Yeah. So the fact that they could potentially in the future be Xbox exclusives is like a mind blowing, like just like that would be crazy, man. Everybody who had play everybody in their 30s who played video games played those games on PlayStation. <laughs> all the sony ponies in the whole entire word world just like scream like no we can't do that to that our twitter will be a wild place if twitter, that yeah twitter is gonna be wild it's gonna be, i mean it's gonna be wild regardless but like yeah if that ever went down that would just be just be like <laughs> i i think like a lot of us at the infinity rose we like to like just thrive on the drama of everything that's going on so <laughs> that would be like prime drama yep, on twitter prime. going on so <laughs> so big things big things happening in nerd news thanks so much for uh tuning in with us on the infinity rose podcast uh for those of you guys who don't listen to us normally this is the kind of stuff that we like talk about on a on a normal basis we review uh you know stuff that's been happening book of boba fett we're big on i haven't caught the fourth episode just dropped today haven't caught that yet but like we review that stuff movies that are coming out we mentioned spider-man no way home we have a big uh spider-man no way home spoiler episode you guys can go check that out um anywhere podcasts are listened to you can check us out and go to check out the infinityrose.com uh for more of that so we're going to shift our focus a little bit here um to our guest jonathan blevins um so i mentioned at the top of the show so we're gonna uh, just shift focus a little bit and we're gonna talk to jonathan about um all the stuff that he's into so jonathan before we get into kind of the the streaming and other stuff that you've been doing because we're on a nerdy podcast uh, what what kind of things are you into um nerdy wise besides like you know gaming uh which we're gonna focus on a little bit later so what I always have, like, what's the definition of nerdy? Is fantasy football nerdy? Oh, yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. So, like, we're huge, huge, huge fantasy football nerds on on the Infinity Bros. We don't talk about it on our show because, uh, frankly, we just feel like people get bored when we talk about it. But I don't know if that's true. <laughs> like, we talk about, I mean, we're like, we have the we have a dynasty fantasy football league. Um, and that's, like, the focus of, like, probably 50% of our conversation during football season so that's awesome that's awesome so, i would say the things i get nerd i get nerdy about things i don't necessarily know if they're nerdy things. right so i get i right. get nerdy about yeah, no that's that's exactly what it is i've recently gotten into like a craft bourbon scene um, oh yes dude like big time uh love that um and, and craft beer as well I'm a, I'm a foodie i love food if you can tell from my food answer earlier i love <laughs> cooking i get nerdy about uh about smoking meat on my, mm. on my on my new smoker i got this past year 
uh, which is like a cheat code. It's like electric, so you can set the temperature and everything, and everything tastes perfect. Um, and then I here's the thing: I wish that I could be nerdier about games, right? So I find myself in this uh, in this weird spot where I've got, I'm married with three kids, um, and now that streaming is part of what I do, I don't have a um, a lot of free time to play games for just for fun. Um, and I miss that. Like, and I, ha- I haven't picked like literally. I've probably only played Madden, Fortnite, and the new Halo. Those are, like the only games I've played probably in the last like seven years. Um, I, I used to. I, there was this game on on PlayStation. It's my, it's my opinion the greatest game of all time, Legend of Lagaya. And if you have not heard of it or played it, it is the it is the best RPG on the planet. My brother Tyler uh, Ninja says the same thing. It's his favorite game ever. My other brother Chris, same thing. It is the coolest RPG. I, I wish I could find a game like that and just pour hundreds of hours into it and play. But I don't have time right now uh, with everything going on. Um, so I wish I could be a little nerdier about that stuff. I'm actually doing a League of Legends stream on Thursday night with Ooh. the University of St. Thomas's um, professional league team, and they won the college championship this past year. I've never played League. I've never played it in my life. Um, it's going to be <laughs> embarrassing. Um, it's going to be wild, and so, dude. And if, you know, if I do have fun with it. I probably don't have time to get into it later. So I wish I could be a little nerdier about that. League is one of those games that like you need to spend a lot of time on to get like even halfway decent at the game. So like, yeah, I totally feel that like it, it like intrigues me a little bit, but I know that 100% I won't have time to, to like even get okay at this game so i'm like yeah. nah, i don't want to, i don't want to get into that one of our infinity bros uh jared was like trying to get us into league for a while and it's like dude and and that's the thing too like you totally mentioned it like we're all most of us are dads and just oh we just don't have time to game that much anymore so what, what time that we do have we're we're streaming on our twitch channel or gaming like with each other yeah. Uh, so we're playing like multiplayer games. Fortnite, we've been into, um, you know, like we just we get into like other random games too. our current one is Deep Rock Galactic, which is like a Minecraft, like space Minecraft type of thing. But like it's multiplayer. So like we, we all, you know, get online and get to play together. So but that's it. Like we don't have, you know, like I feel like when I before I had kids, I probably was gaming like, I don't know, probably at least 10 plus hours a week for sure. Yeah. Um, and, and now that I have kids, it's like, I'm lucky if I get five or six hours in a week Yeah. because I'm, I mean, like you, we're just like hanging out with our kids, you know, like taking care of our kids doing, doing dad stuff. So, and along with all the other stuff that you do, which is a lot, you do a lot of stuff. (laughs) So yeah, I totally, totally get that though. So like, um, the halo Fortnite. I mean, you're into, that stuff big time and then so for those of you guys who don't know uh i'm assuming if you're listening to this episode you already know uh that jonathan is a partner twitch streamer bearded blevins you can go check him out on twitch he's a blast to hang out with and streams mostly fortnite you've been into halo quite a bit though lately yeah, I ha- we streamed it a, a couple months back when it first came out for a little while and just found that Fortnite is so much easier to play and get wins while talking to the chat and kind exactly. of you can take right you can hide take a break build answer a question then go back out and still win the game. So Fortnite really just it's I'm like ready for the next um I love battle royales. Like I, I the that's what I think that obviously you had you had other games out there H1Z1 PUBG and, and others before Fortnite came out. But I, I wasn't playing those. I did get into watching them. I had a lot of fun watching my brother compete in H1Z1. Like, I just love watching him compete. I never watch him stream. I never watch anyone stream. Um, really, I love to. <laughs> I, that's another thing I'd love to get into more. I just don't have time. But when I love to watch him compete. That was, like, like as fun as watching the Lions for me. Um, so, so really, it's mostly Fortnite right now. We do, we're doing some, show, some TV, kind of TV shows, if you will, at night where we're, like, doing our own, you know, shows. Um, but yeah, it's mostly Fortnite at the moment, but I'm hoping that a game like Fortnite sweeps the nation again in the next year or two or three, where it can be as fast or as slow pace as you like, but all those other VRs seem, seem like Call of Duty is wildly fast. Um, and, and, uh, Apex seems wildly fast. I'm not super familiar with it, but, uh, I wish there was another game like Fortnite. It's so chill and fun and, uh, yeah. and you can make it's it as competitive as you want. It's definitely one. Exactly. Like it's definitely one of the more like chill battle royales. Cause like we've been into apex and it is like it's fast paced like 
it's not like Fortnite, like you you said, you can kind of just like, you know, like build a little bit, hide, like chill a little bit. Like you can't you can't do that in Apex. You gotta constantly be moving. Like if you get caught, um, you know, in Fortnite, you can just throw up a cup couple of quick walls and stuff. Like you can't do that in Warzone and Apex. Like if you get caught, like you're pretty much dead. Like it's just, it's a tough, it's definitely a different scene. And Fortnite, it's one of those games that is just like you said, it, I mean, it swept the nation. Like we played it for <laughs> way too many hours back when it, <laughs> when it got really big. And like, for me, I keep coming back because their skin game is it's fire, dude. It's like insane. they, they have the best skins in any video game of all time. Like I'm not, I'm not, it's, it is wild. Like, and I, that's another thing. Like, Financially, business-wise, I don't understand how they keep acquiring these licenses for these properties that they keep coming out with. I don't get that, but they keep doing it, and I they, it keeps bringing me back. Like I, I'll get out of it for a little bit, and then I see the skin that they're coming out with, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to have that skin. Like I have to do it, and I've gotten the past like four or five battle passes because that I don't even care about like any of the other stuff, but the level 100 skin <laughs> is like so sick that I have to, I have to get it Like at this season for me. I'm a huge, huge, huge Spider-Man fan. This season is it. Like this is what I've been waiting for in Fortnite for the whole entire time. It's come out like, so, so this is like the one season that I'm like, I have to get to level hundred. And for me, the, the bonus things I have to get to level, like, I think it's like 130 to get the future foundation Spider-Man skin that's in the store. Yep. I need it. I need yeah, it. So it's sick, dude. It's it's, sick. it's awesome. But and now like, it's hard to even imagine the game without the webs. And like it's the it's changed it's made building less effective, which is fun for the average player. Um you can just swing everywhere, you can get away. I am obsessed with this season. Yeah, this season is this season is pretty sweet. I'm I'm definitely digging it for sure. And that's just like me. My personal preference as a Spider-Man fan. Like I love all the Spider-Man stuff they've integrated into it. But like, I, I don't know. It's just it's fresh. It's fun. Um, and man, it's a good time. I'd make sure you guys check out his uh, Twitch channel, Bearded Blevins. Um, and tell us a little bit about your schedule, like how you uh, how you manage that uh, on your on your Twitch channel. Yeah, so we're we're live usually um, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, 10 a.m. Uh, until about 1 p.m. And then we stream Tuesdays, uh, usually Tuesdays and Thursday nights uh, around around 8 p.m. Central. Um, and so and that'll change a little once I'm done. I do this thing called Super Scores where I host every NFL game. Um, that's super fun. That ends after the Super Bowl. And so our schedule is going to change. We're probably going to end up doing like mornings for a couple hours and then like three, four nights a week for a couple hours as well. Um, Because I streamed when I started four years ago, I was streaming at night when my wife and kids were asleep from like nine to two in the morning while work, like getting out to where I was so fun. Um, And and right now I just can't do that with the starting the new business and everything. So hopefully, uh, hopefully we can get some of our our really loyal uh, viewers who who miss those night streams happy after the Super Bowl. We do some more night streams. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about Super Squares. You mentioned it and we kind of have glanced over it a little bit um, earlier in the show. Uh, This is something that you do um, for every NFL game right now. Yeah, it's dude. It is. It is the coolest thing. And I don't like if, if, if everyone who listens to your podcast shared it and this podcast went viral and a million people play it like I don't get anything for that. I just am passionate about the company and about what it is. So it's a free app you download. Um, you make a couple of predictions about the NFL game um, and you watch a couple of ads. That's how they make their money is you watch a couple of ads, but that you get rewarded for watching them. So you rate, you rank the ad one, two or three stars. And then you answer a trivia question about it. If you get it right, you get extra points added to your score and then you get some squares. I don't know if you've ever played like a squares, like thing yeah, Super I've Bowl. dabbled, I've dabbled um, a little bit, dabbled. And you, so you get a square, a new square every quarter and you hope your square matches the score of the game. And if it does, you get points for that. And if you win your game group, you win prizes. So we've given away over a million dollars over the last year and a half for, for literally free. And we don't sell anyone's info to the ad company. So like all the ad company gets is male, female, the city you live in. And did you like the ad? And did you get the question right? That's it. They don't get your email. They don't send you stuff. Um, so it's really cool. And, uh, and I get to just literally watch the NFL games and host their Twitch channel um, and teach people how to play. And, uh, and we do 
crazy giveaways on the stream and everything. So it's been an absolute blast, bro. Uh, I, I, my wife teases me. She's like, the only way you were ever going to get to watch every NFL game every week is if you got paid. <laughs> so if you got paid to do it, that's fantastic. Sounds like a dream job. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, it really is. Okay, so and we kind of I kind of glanced over this as well. So you recently you just uh, transitioned from being the director of evangelization at a Catholic parish, um, which I mean you are very passionate about your faith, which is awesome. We're we're all you know Christians on the Infinity Bros podcast, and cool. we love supporting Christian creators, and you are absolutely on that list. So um, really cool that you I mean were a part of that. So tell us a little bit about that transition and into being the CEO of, of little flower media of what you're doing right now. Yeah. So, um, really like I, from the time I started streaming like four years ago and just doing it part-time, um, financially it let my wife stay home. Um, right. And, and, and be with the kids all the time, which is what we both felt kind of called, uh, to do. And that was fun. And immediately I was like, Oh my gosh, if I could do this full time, I would love to. But as you know, as somebody who, you know, I, I take my faith very seriously, I don't think it's necessarily healthy to sit in front of a screen 50 hours a week playing video games live. I just I just don't think it's a healthy thing. I don't think it's healthy to do anything for 50 hours a week. Uh, it wouldn't be healthy to sit and pray for 50 hours a week uh, at a time, right? Like you've got to live your life. Um, and so uh, anyway, uh, so I, I was like, I can't, how can I make this full time without gaming all the time while I'm doing it? And really, it took about four years for me to get the idea to um, to, to do, to just do an entire new media company where streaming on Twitch can be part of it, right? We're creating content on Twitch, part of it, but like we can be doing YouTube and being a good influence on, on other social media platforms. I travel and speak around the world as well, which is kind of part of it. Um, so really the whole point of little flower media, which, uh, little flower, actually St. Teresa Lisieux is one of like the coolest women in, in the history uh, of the world. She's just amazing. Uh, her nickname was the little flower. And so we're three giant bearded men who started this company and we're <laughs> little flower media. We kind of like the amazing. irony there. Um, and, uh, and we, we said, let's, let's do this. Let's be a cause uh, for good in the world. Um, we call it kind of pre evangelization. We're not like preaching at people while I stream, but people ask questions like, Hey, how come you're not swearing all the time on your stream? Um, and it's like, well, you know, we're, cause we're Catholic and they'll say, Oh, and they'll start asking questions. And we've, we've seen crazy cool things happen from that. Uh, and we're just excited to try to be a light in some in the sometimes dark world of media. That is awesome. And, that's and the transition's been fun. The, right. Like to answer your question, I'm in. I, I like everyone if they can should try to work for themselves um, because it's it's a blast. I'm working harder than I even thought I would, but I love it. But yeah, but you're having fun doing it. So yeah, right. Not that you weren't having fun, I'm sure, as a director of evangelization, but yeah, oh, it was great, and the and I miss the community and the people. I still go to the same church that I worked at, um, but yeah, you you know, there's a lot of red tape in any church, I'm sure, uh, that you have to go through, and when you can be your own boss, it is the best. Yeah, absolutely, and man, like I, again, you are a positive light in the Twitch community. With you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of crap on Twitch. There's a lot of stuff that, um, I, you know, you wouldn't necessarily want to expose, you know, your kids to There's yeah. a lot of stuff that you, you know, just wouldn't want to consume yourself even. So just the fact that you are that positive light and in, in the Twitch community is just awesome. And, and we, we love that about you. We'll, we'll definitely be supporting you as well. So appreciate uh, that. Yeah, man, absolutely. So, um, let's see. I'm trying to, so you're streaming a little bit, on on twitch um what else what else are you guys into what do you what else do you do besides just streaming on twitch yeah so uh we right now we're we're doing a lot of meetings with partners right so we're, we're a partner with university of st thomas in houston and the, the way that partnership works is um you know they they support us and then i help them by teaching courses over there by working with their esports team um and doing different streams with them a podcast with the one of the podcasts that they have um, so really just kind of, again, like being present and promoting things that we love and believe in. Um, and, and I love that university. It's a great university out there in Houston, university of St. Thomas. Um, we have two shows that are, that are live kind of like spinoffs of around the horn and, um, and pardon the interruption on oh, ESPN. Yeah, love those, those two, those shows are like 30 plus years going on still. It's in the way crazy. the world has changed. It's crazy to think about that. Um, and so my buddy Joel had an idea and he said, Hey, why don't we like do that? But like kind of like a, a Catholic version where we're looking at all the, we can talk about anything in the news. Uh, really a lot of the stuff you and I talked about today, we could just talk about that. Like, and just because we are living out our faith, it's going to be through that lens. 
Um, and so we launched that every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central. It will rotate around the halo and, and pardon the intercession, kind of our little takes on that. Um, so that's exciting. Part of um, the intercession. I love that. Dude. It's, it's good, right? It's like, <laughs> it's so on, it's on the nose on purpose. We're like, this I, is really on the nose. Oh, it's like, let's do it. I, I absolutely love that. That's, yeah. that's fantastic. And so we're doing stuff like that. And, um, and really like the sky's the limit. Like there's, we're, we're the first Catholic group organization that I know of that is doing this on Twitch, that is trying to use all forms of, of social media to kind of reach the world. Um, and so sky's the limit on like amount of shows we could do or new shows, um, on, on like events that we could host. We talk about doing a pilgrimage. Um, we talk about doing a cruise, like there's all kinds of, of that. We really want to just create this really positive community, um, where we can love people uh, wherever they are in their life. If they're in front of their computer screen or on their phone on Twitch, or if they're watching a video on YouTube, or if they're joining us on a trip, um, that that's the, that's the whole goal. That's awesome, dude. I absolutely love that. So, and, and okay. So I was just on your Twitch channel, um, just earlier before this. And I noticed that you have a show also like last night that started, uh, something about halo. Yeah. Around, around the halo. That's the one halo. of the two Tell shows. Me about that. So that one, that one's like around the horn, right? So you've got okay. four, four guests you around get the halo and takes. pardon the intercession. Like that's, that's right. That's fantastic. I, <laughs> yeah. I love that dude. And, and oh man, last night was fun. It was, it went so well. And that and was the we, first one. That was the first one. Yep. Okay. Yep. That was the first awesome. one. And and so every other Tuesday they rotate. So next Tuesday is part of the intercession and then it'll be around the halo and they'll rotate. And if we can get it, um, you know, going where production, cause it's a lot of work. It's a lot of production behind the scenes. Our, our COO does a great job of it, um, it, uh, of making sure everything's kind of running smoothly. We had some hiccups in the very beginning last night, but then the show went very smooth once he fixed all the sound stuff. Um, if we could, I mean, I'm open to doing, you know, four episodes a week, like ESPN does five. I'm open to doing four or five a week if we can kind of streamline it and get topics out there. Um, but man, it was fun. And at the and we we I mean we're not we're it's not there's no copyright issues. We looked into everything. We're doing our own thing, but we're taking the style. Um, and we get like the the FaceTime at the end where the winner can talk about whatever they want uh, <laughs> for thirty amazing. seconds. So Love it was that. fun. And, and the cool thing is it's live. Like if imagine yeah. if, if part of the inter, if part of the interruption was live, uh, at like and they could be live for two hours and then talk about what the chat was saying and responding yeah. to them and answering questions yeah, and then right. cut it down into a shorter YouTube uh, clip and people just want the episode. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited that where those shows can go. That's awesome, dude. The word, I mean, I'm super pumped about them just hearing about them from you. So, and like props to you guys and your team. Those are fantastic names. I absolutely <laughs> love the names of those shows. So awesome, dude. Hey, Jonathan, thank you so much for coming and hanging out on the Infinity Bros podcast. It's it's been a absolute pleasure to get to know you a little bit better and and get to know what you're into. Uh, dude, thanks for having me. I think you did an awesome job, and you guys you guys are killing it. And uh, for, if you if people might hear uh, one or two of your kids in any of that editing at all, it's the best, bro. That is what <laughs> that is lived life and how it's mm -hmm. supposed to be. Oh, yeah. um, I've got the perfect location where I'm kind of hiding in the corner of my house. The only time you can really hear mine are when they're directly above me, and it sounds like elephants. So. I'm and with you there, bro. And like I, people like stomping and <laughs> yeah. But I listen, we got to share. That's lived life, bro. Like that, we need that's we need more of that. I, I'd rather be here than in a studio uh, somewhere else, you know, in perfect quiet because that's not what life's like. So I appreciate you, and, and you did a great job. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Thanks. You're making me feel so good about myself on my own. You should, podcast. dude. I You're killing that. it. <laughs> I love that, man. Well, anybody out there who has not, I, I'm assuming that you know who Jonathan Blevins is if you're listening to this podcast. But if you do not, make sure you go and follow him on Twitch, Bearded Blevins, and pretty much Bearded Blevins everywhere else too, right? Like Twitter, Instagram, um, Super Squares, I think is, I, it's on your uh, your link tree, I think, is all the Super Squares info and stuff yeah. like that. But for those of you guys um, who are interested in learning more about Jonathan and what he does, we're going to put some links in the show notes to all of his stuff that he does, uh, make sure you go check those all out. So um, anyways, for those of you in the Infinity Bros universe, thank you so much for making us a part of your podcast experience. You can check us out on uh, any major podcast platform and theinfinitybros.com. You can find all of our links. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, TikTok, YouTube, Twitch, all the things. You can find us on Twitch streaming, usually, usually five or six nights a week um, doing some different random stuff. Uh, tonight, uh, I believe Max is going to be streaming some Fortnite. So, uh, make sure you guys are 
in on all of that stuff. Um, and once again, Jonathan, thank you, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a pleasure talking to you. It, it's an honor to be with you, man, and uh, look forward to doing it again. Absolutely. So for everybody out there in the Infinity Bros universe, we love you 3000. Have an amazing day and weekend, and we will catch you next time on the Infinity Bros podcast. We love you 3000. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Infinity Bros podcast. You can find the Infinity Bros on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Infinity Bros. Feel free to send listener feedback via email at infinitybrospodcast at gmail.com.